Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, hello, everybody, and this is your Tech Cat coming to you live from Los Angeles, and I actually just got back from the fabulous city of San Francisco, where I attended Tech Crunch Disrupt San Francisco 2016, which is an annual conference hosted by TechCrunch. Um, they hosted in San Francisco, New York, London, and Beijing. It actually started in 2011. And if you're not familiar with TechCrunch, they are one of the leading technology media properties that are you know, obsessively dedicated to profiling startups and reviewing new internet products and breaking tech news. And they were founded in 2005. Um, and um, they have a network of websites now that reaches about 20 million unique visitors. And I think more than 37 million page views per month, which is pretty impressive these days for um, any publisher property. But TechCrunch um, Disrupt is kind of famous um, for a number of reasons, um, really because they have this large gathering of of startups and uh, companies from all over the world who are basically presenting their businesses for the first time in this environment. And we'll talk a little bit more about one of their more famous um more famous properties that happens at TechCrunch Disrupt, which is the uh, startup battlefield. But I wanted to get into sharing with you some of the interviews that I did on the floor. Literally, this event is is held at Pier 48 in San Francisco, which is this huge hangar. Um, and um, over the course of three days, there are about 5,000 people that come through this event. And every day, different uh, startups are swapped out. So first up on our interviews um, that I want to play for you is Jeff Taylor, who if you you're a Tech Cat fan. You've heard me interview Jeff Taylor. He runs sponsorship over at TechCrunch. And um, I caught him right away when I first arrived. And he filled me in a little bit on who was there and what was happening on the floor. So let's take a listen to Jeff Taylor at TechCrunch Disrupt. Lori H. Schwartz here, your Tech Cat. And I am reporting live from TechCrunch Disrupt San Francisco 2016. We are at Pier 48. And I am actually talking with the fabulous Jeff Taylor, who if you guys have heard the Tech Cat show, you've heard Jeff talk about his knowledge of startups through his role at TechCrunch. How many startups are here today? Lori, we're going to run between three and 500 startups through Disrupt over the course of the three days. And so we've probably got 100 or 150 on the floor today. And they range from our individual startups through our Ukrainian pavilion, our Catalonian pavilion, our Korean pavilion, our Japanese pavilion. From all over the world, people have come to disrupt, to sample the ecosystem, to meet our tier one crowd, and to find their goals and to get their meetings set. Is there anything different about this particular TechCrunch that you have noticed just even here on the second day of the show? I have to say that I'm finding that our tier one crowd is showing up in a particularly robust way. And that means that we're seeing lots of major corporations, we're seeing lots of VCs, we're seeing lots of angel funders, and we're seeing a really robust set of startups. The strength in the crowd is is really remarkable. So all of that goes together to create a really energetic ecosystem, uh, and we're really glad to have them all in the house. And what do you mean by a robust startup? Because I would think if you're a startup, you have to be kind of energetic. <laughs> do you mean 
just really insightful uh, and focused on their business, or is it just their you know their own focus on on what they're doing? It means that these these particular set of startups, I think, are really strong in the way that they're addressing the space. So the products are well thought out, the executions are well done, their pitches are really sharp, and 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 that that kind of goes together to make an excellent presentation for for our funding community. And you also have a curated uh, plenary alongside of the startups themselves. Who's speaking today? So we've had a really interesting day. We had Reed Hoffman on on the stage this morning. We had the Secretary of Defense, Ash Carter, um, on the stage this morning. We're running um, a fundraiser for the NBA for Steph Curry's Nothing But Nets tonight. And then we're also running a reception tonight for the German Trade Association, who's brought several of, of their startups from the eastern German landscape. Well, wow, so you have a really diverse crowd here, multiple business categories and walks of life. Oh, absolutely. So ranging from consumer to e-business and e-commerce to um, consumer products, we've got, a, we've got a lot of variety on the floor. We've got um, a, a billion-dollar Chinese company, Artuta Group, who's demonstrating and launching their real-time translation platform. HBO brought um, their new VR experience, Westworld. Toyota brought their new VR experience around uh, the new pre Prime. Uh, we've got a lot of really exciting things on the floor. Wow, that does sound really exciting. Well, we're going to sign off because we're going to actually hit the floor and start talking to some folks out there. But Jeff Taylor is in the know. And if you want to find out anything about TechCrunch and how to sponsor here and have a really robust presence, then you want to reach out to Mr. Jeff Taylor, who can be found at... Taylor at TechCrunch.com. So simple and so divine. Thank you, Jeff. All right, that was the fabulous Jeff Taylor, who is heading up TechCrunch sponsorships um, over at TechCrunch Disrupt. And um, one of the the first people that he guided me to, the first booths, was indeed iTutor Group, who he mentioned. And iTutor Group is one of the largest, um, one of the premier online education platforms out there. Um, It's one of the largest English language learning institutions in the world. It's actually serving students all over the globe. Um, it was founded in 2004, and they teach people over in, in 135 different countries. So I, um, I ended up um, heading over to their booth where they were demonstrating all of their video solutions and online training solutions. They have one of the uh, really beautiful booths, mostly at startup conferences. You know, these are companies that are, are um, just being born, and are sometimes they're stealth, and this is the first time they're, they're showing who they are, or, or sometimes they haven't done all of their uh, fundraising raising yet and so they don't generally have um, a lot of money but I do Tutor Group in particular I thought had one of the um, sexiest booths um, and we're going to talk to hear from in a moment Jerry Wong who is the um, CEO there um, and Jerry took me through what, what they are really doing that is innovative in the video training space so let's go to the second interview now with Jerry Wong of iTutor Group. Hi, everybody. It's the Tech Cat, and we are still on the TechCrunch Disrupt floor, and I am talking to you now the fabulous Jerry Huang of iTutor Group, who has a really fascinating model. We're all hearing about all the opportunities globally and especially in China, so wait till you hear what solution Jerry's company has brought to the table. Jerry, tell us all about iTutor Group. Yeah, thank you for having me. So iTutor Group is one of the largest global online education platform. 
we power several of our own business units, one of which, as you mentioned, China is called VIPABC. It's the largest online English language learning. We have about mm, probably 100,000 active students at any given moment with over 10,000 teaching consultants around the world in 80 countries. And both learners and teaching consultants are home-based. So it's 24 by 7, 365 on demand. And on top of that, the big differentiator is our dynamic course generation system. So what that means is it takes the learner's profile, background, history, uh, goals, but also all the feedback and the learning behaviors of that learner. On top of that, matching it with the teacher uh, profile, background, and on content and classmates and in real time creating a live session. So everything we do is live, human-to-human interaction. Well, and I know there's a translation piece to this as well, right? So our live human-to-human platform allows us, we've, what we've done is uh, we've extended and scaled our platform for those companies or services or institutions to use our platform. A lot of them are using it for meetings or, or training, corporate training, for example, but they're multinationals. So the trainer might be speaking English, but they might be training someone in China. So we have live simultaneous translation capabilities in the platform for the translators to speak and translate from one language to another. We also have machine-based translation uh, for those that are, are, are needing that as well. Well, that is so interesting. I would think in today's global economy, what you're doing is more important than ever before. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our belief is this, that to really revolutionize what we do on the internet, you do have to have a global player. Right now, most transactions, even on the internet, are still the values created offline. Our belief, our founder's belief from day one is if we can conduct and transact the value using live human-to-human, servicing customers, servicing service providers around the world, that's the new model of the internet. Are you finding that all over the world everyone's using the platform or there are certain regions that get it better than others? No, no. What uh, We see a lot because we're in 80 countries now so we do see people take to the platform very well they've been waiting for especially a tool that can allow them to reach an audience in a more engaging way there are other tools out there we know that but our tool is very specifically geared towards education we have underneath it a learning management system a scheduling management system a content generation system so all of those components to the platform on top of that Again, we're a very service-oriented organization. On top of that, we have 24 by 7 support. So unlike um, if you use FaceTime and you have a bad call, you have, you have nobody to call for help. But here, you just push a button and it says, help. And we have people around the world 24-7 supporting those connections live. Only for then B2B or if I, you know, wanted to teach a group of people like a local community event, could I use it? Absolutely. In fact, what we see is ultimately we design our products for the end user, the consumer, the learner, the the teacher. Uh, We do have channels where we're servicing large organizations, but absolutely we have individual tutors that are trying to teach their, not only their own students, but students that may have moved away or, or they have moved and they just want to keep that connection going. So absolutely, it goes from individuals all the way to large multinationals. And last question, I'm just wondering, are you seeing any trends in education, you know, bubble up because of, of your platform? Yeah, absolutely. So we've been around for 18 years. Uh, we've really pushed 
this paradigm shift. And we've been big believers since day one that education must achieve the results for the learner. If you do not, if your solution or your product or your service does not result in efficacy, then the learner is very savvy. They will not continue. So efficacy is the number one driving result for education. And having that service mentality is key. And do people who use the platform, do you hear back from them later about how, say, the platform impacted their life? Yeah, we, we have great stories from um, both the learner side and the teaching consultant sites. We have single moms who are trying to better themselves in their careers. We have people that traditionally couldn't go to a class because they're nurses or doctors, they, so they work odd shifts. And then on the teaching consultant side, we have people that now can have a life. They can be with their kids because they're home. Even, even a company like Uber, you still have to be on the street in your car. So they can be there, they can teach as little or as much as they want. So we do see a huge impact uh, that is really changing people's lives. I love this. Now, where can people find you and find the find the solution? Yeah, so you can start with our corporate uh, global uh, brand, itutorgroup.com. If you're interested about the platform, go to liveh2h.com. And one of our other products is learning Mandarin Chinese. So if you're interested, yeah, if you're interested in learning Mandarin Chinese, very welcome your uh, listeners to come to tutorming.com. And if they put in that they came to your uh, your podcast, we'll give them uh, ten free classes. Get out. You guys hear that? You can have 10 free classes in learning Mandarin, which is so useful in today's global economy. Well, Jerry Huang, it has been so great talking to you from iTutor Group, revolutionizing teaching and training and also translation. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So great. Thank you. All right, and that was the fabulous Jerry Huang from iTutor Group. And just a reminder to all the listeners that Jerry did invite us to take uh, take advantage of his great platform at tutorme.com. And when you're filling out the form, if you put down that you heard about his platform on the TechCat show, he will give you 10 free classes. And I've checked it out. It is so interesting. Education, of course, online education is huge right now. And the opportunities in this space are also huge. And I love the idea of using this for corporate training or for smaller businesses who can't afford big enterprise video solutions. This is a a great, a great way to, to move forward. And also he was telling us about there are um, live on-demand Mandarin translation services, which when you look at what's happening between China and the U.S., especially in technology, and how so many of my um, American friends are putting their kids in Mandarin schools right now so that they come out of uh, school having Mandarin as the second language, uh, you start to understand the role that China is going to play in the global economy and how important it is to have Mandarin. All right, so we're going to jump into one more interview before we go to break, um, and that is with Adam Goldman from Guten. And um, Adam and I um, had a long chat about what Guten is doing. It's so fascinating. They are revolutionizing manufacturing and distribution. So think about think about Cafe Press and Amazon and all these sites that let you upload something and then get it made into a t-shirt or a product. What Guten is doing is taking that to the next level. So let's hear this fascinating conversation with Adam Goldman from Guten, and then we'll go to break. And when we come back, more on TechCrunch Disrupt, San Francisco 2016. 
Okay, Lori Schwartz, the tech cat here, and I've just run into Adam Goldman from Guten, and Guten is a really interesting company. I was immediately fascinated by what you're doing. So, Adam, tell us about Guten. Hi. Uh, so, so Guten is a uh, technology platform that allows people to connect to a, um, a, a global network of unwired print manufacturing. So if you have something to sell, it can be made and drop shipped fulfilled on demand. So you never have to hold inventory again. So no longer are you doling out money to hold inventory and hope that it sells. Now you only make money when you sell. So when you become a marketer now, you don't have to be an aficionado in sourcing, manufacturing, shipping, and all those other things. So is this not then for an individual? This is more of a B2B solution? No, it's actually for the individuals. We have people that we call entrepreneurs, anybody who is a graphic artist, anybody who's a photographer, anybody who has a following on social media and wants to know how to monetize their following, but they don't know how. They don't have the resources. You know, in the in the olden days, which was a month ago, um, in the olden days, you would make something in the United States, and if somebody wanted to buy it online and they lived in Australia, you would have to ship it to Australia from the United States. It could take three weeks. It could take four weeks. It gets held up in customs. They end up spending more on shipping than they do on the, the, the thing that they were buying, that t-shirt that they were buying. With our technology, we have a manufacturer that's based in Australia, so that order gets routed to that manufacturer. They make it on demand in Australia, and they deliver it in Australia, so it becomes a ubiquitous user experience. So now, you could be one graphic designer sitting at your home in Chicago, and you could have a global retail store, and all you have to do is market your product now. So is this a bit similar to, say, what Amazon is offering folks, and Cafe Press, and some of those companies that allow you to kind of do that? What's the difference been for Guten? Well, first and foremost, Cafe Press, uh, they had used part of our technology in the past. Um, and there's, you know, Teespring and a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of other companies also kind of use that platform. How we differ, one, is that we have the global network. It's not just one place. We don't own any of the equipment. We work with manufacturers based upon the technology that they own. So it has to be a consistent technology across the board. So we then give that power back to the users so now they can use that technology to their advantage. Of course, it works in the favor of our vendors because now they're getting more orders that are hitting their machines, therefore monetizing those machines because those are very expensive. Furthermore, our prices, because of the scale that we do, we're able to negotiate much lower prices with our vendors, therefore allowing our users to make as much money as possible. So a cafe press takes a very large portion of what you sell. We don't touch anything that you sell. We have a set cost of goods. The price never changes. You set your price, and the, the delta between the cost of goods and your retail price is 100% profit back to our user. Well, so you are completely disrupting manufacturing as we know it. That is exactly right. Uh, what Our name, Guten, is actually a derivative of Johannes Gutenberg, and he disrupted the printing press, right? He disrupted bookmaking and making it easier for people to get their hands on the Bible. Right? Up until then, it was all hand done. A lot of good it did our civilization, my friend. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. It was harder to do it on a Torah, but uh, but it worked better for the book. Um, so we're trying to disrupt the space in the same way. We're trying to, to democratize uh, the way that people get access to these manufacturing. So now we have people that are on our platform that have a store, and they're making five figures, six figures a month 
with it's all passive revenue. They don't have to do anything other than drive traffic to their store. We handle everything after that. So I make something. It could be a T-shirt, a jar, or whatever it is, and I put it into your system. You're able to manufacture and deliver and get it to people as long as I do the marketing and manage driving traffic to the store. That's exactly right. What we really look to do is, that's why we call them entrepreneurs, are people they already have the content. They've already designed something. They've already taken a picture of something. Now is how do I sell that to somebody? I work with, <clears throat> excuse me, I work with a, an artist just recently who she had everything printed in bulk so that she could get it at a good price. So her entire house was filled with merchandise that she was waiting to sell. She was taking three trips a week to the post office because she had to send stuff out. She became a slave to her store where she wasn't even having enough time to design new things. And so that's a pain point. And it's a barrier to entry for so many people who want to get into the space but don't know how. Our platform is free and allows them to get in, get access to this global network and start selling immediately. And for them, they already have people that are following, that appreciate the work they do. That's what Instagram is. That's what Facebook is. Now it's a real way for them to monetize. So you're taking away that piece of the business that's so hard for many artists and creators. And how does Guten monetize it? Are you taking a bit off from the from the factories? Right. So we... We have a deal with our manufacturers, and so part of the, the way that they become a part of our team is that we, one, as I mentioned before, they have to have technology so that we have consistency across the board. Two, they have to meet our pricing. Uh, we have set pricing across the board, and we negotiate pricing with them. So our margin is in, in a deal with the manufacturers, and so that way we can keep our cost of goods current and across the board and for everybody no there's no favoritism everybody gets the same price it's really just up to the end user to decide how much they actually want to sell it for God, i love this so adam how can people find out more about guten well it's pretty easy just go to www.guten and that's spelled g-o-o-t-e-n.com i love it because it's so much fun to say as well Absolutely. We definitely put a lot of thought into it. It kind of rolls off your tongue. It might sound like somebody else that might have a G-O-O in their name. I'm not going to say who because I'm not here to plug them. But we're them plus 10. Okay, nice. Nice one. I know that one. I know that reference. Thank you so much. Well, it's so great to hear. Guten, Adam Goldman from Guten. Check it out, especially if you have a great product to get out to the world. Are you working with Etsy at all and those folks? So, so Etsy is a really interesting model because Etsy themselves, uh, their, their whole model is built on handmade. Right, everything's handmade. So they don't have any plugins or APIs that allow technology providers like ourselves. So we have a platform that's called a simple order form. So even if you don't want to use the tech, you can use our backend services to create products manually and be able to fulfill. So we do have people on Etsy who create t-shirts and have designs. They are handmade, but they're using our technology so that they can fulfill them. God, you're like the lift of transportation, like the good guys. Yes, but not as much pink. I got it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. I appreciate it. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. 
If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to today's Tech Cat Show. And we have been digging in deep to TechCrunch Disrupt San Francisco, which I attended yesterday, and sharing some great interviews. So far, we heard from Jeff Taylor, who um, puts together all the sponsorship um, at TechCrunch Disrupt and helped us understand that there are over 500 startups that go through those halls during those three days of that show and about 5,000 people that walk the floors of Pier 48 in San Francisco when TechCrunch comes to SF. Um, and the next tech crunches are in New York and London. We also heard from Jerry Huang of iTutor Group, and iTutor Group is one of the largest online education platforms and also uh, found out from Jerry that he is offering to any um, anybody who's listening to the show if you want to go to tutorme.com where you can actually learn Mandarin and other languages um, on the fly um, he'll be offering a discount if as long as you let them know that um, you heard about it on this show and lastly we heard from Adam Goldman from Guten and Guten is disrupting manufacturing and dis- dis- distribution of products so if you have a great product and a great idea and you're a fabulous marketer and you have an audience but you don't know how to get that product made then Guten is for you so just a lot of interesting new business models um, disrupting older models that you thought would never change and when you walk the floor of TechCrunch Disrupt in whatever city you're in whenever uh, whatever city, uh, show you happen to catch it's almost like candy like every booth is offering a new idea a new disruption a new way to approach old models um, and what people may not know is that Crunchbase, which is this fantastic database of um, star- of the startup ecosystem, which literally is a place that you can go and look up any business that you want to know about or find out who's invested, who's incubated this, um, you know, how much are they raising, um, what kind of funds do they have, who's in the company. Um, I think they have about uh, 50,000 active contributors. Crunchbase is actually operated by TechCrunch. So you start to see that this whole ecosystem system of understanding um, what's happening in the technology world with startups and uh, VCs and incubators and everyone involved in this world um, really uh, TechCrunch really serves um, I think a wonderful um, it's a wonderful resource to the to the community so we're going to jump right back into my live interviews from TechCrunch Disrupt SF with with our next interview which is with a company called Eodyne 
Spain. And um, we spoke to Santiago Brandi. And I'm telling you, I was struggling with the pronunciation of a lot of the names of my interviewees because these are people coming from all over the world. So Eodyne is actually using video games for physical therapy. So they have a Kinect camera and they have a whole modality around a gaming to help people relearn or, or fix broken parts, basically. So check out Santiago Brandi from Eodyne. Here's my fourth interview for today. Hi, everybody. Uh, now we are live again from the TechCrunch floor, and I am talking to Santiago Brandi from Eodyne Systems, who is in the Barcelona and Catalan pavilion. And tell us about Eodyne. Brad, hey, hey, hi, thank you. So in Eodyne, we develop virtual reality video games for rehabilitation of brain disease patients, such as stroke patients, Parkinson's disease patients, multiple sclerosis, etc. So the idea is to address the exercises that these patients have to perform form in the, in the form of video game so they have fun with it and we increase adherence to treatment. So you're actually having them play a game but what they're actually doing is rehabilitating some physical issues. So it's, it's physical, it's OT or PT but using video games. Exactly that. We have collaborated with uh, doctors and, and hospitals. They have taught us, they have taught us the, the, the movements and exercises that patients need to perform to get better. Uh, we have translated that into video games. And it's, it's physical and also cognitive. It works uh, on attention, it rehabilitates uh, memory. And I see here in your setup, besides having little plastic brains, yeah. you also have, it looks like, like what a Kinect is, an Xbox Kinect is. So is it taking the information in from biometrics and feeding it back into the game engine? Yes, exactly. We use the Kinect camera to make the, the body uh, tracking, to track the movement. And we use that to let the patient to control video games with his arms and legs. And how long have you guys been around? We have made the commercial launch in March this year. And are people understanding what the opportunity is here? Yeah, I think I think it's, it's pretty pretty well seen. I think yeah, people are showing the interest, and we're really happy with it. Yeah. So, and just in terms of demographics, because this is what interests me, like kids and and uh, adults of a certain generation certainly understand this paradigm. What about you have a picture on your marketing of an older person? Do you, do do older people, older demos, have any trouble wrapping their head around? all of this? Normally, no. Normally, most of them really, really like it, you know. It keeps them active. It gives them uh, like fun, fun stuff to do. It's very strange that, some, that somebody doesn't like it. So, so it's, it doesn't, you don't need to have to, you'd be used to video games or anything like that. It's easy to wrap your head around the whole thing. Not at all. Actually, we made a test and like testing the, the system with patients and asking if they had used video games in the past or not and it was invariant like both ex-gamers and non-gamers they both enjoyed it great and last question for you so are, are you in Barcelona yeah uh, so are you looking to expand this out globally yeah definitely we are already having some collaborations with the Scripps Hospital here in San Diego with a clinic in Brazil Dusseldorf in Germany and also London UK that's great so thank you so much Santiago Brandi from Eodyne Systems who's created a slightly uh, VR, AR gaming solution to help people with their physical therapy and uh, bringing it from Barcelona to the rest of the world. Congratulations. Thank you very much. 
All right, and that was Eudine. I thought what they were doing was fascinating, um, just combining gaming with uh, physical therapy. One of the other um, big topics that I, I noted on the show floor was AI, artificial intelligence. There was an artificial intelligence uh, pavilion, and it seemed that AI was in a little bit of almost every booth I went to. Um, it was just, um, it's just so prevalent now, machine learning and really taking advantage of uh, databases and, and what AI is really going to be doing for businesses. So our, our next interview is with a gentleman by the name of Peter Schlecht from a company called Lisa, or actually the SAS is their full name, and he's going to talk to you about an AI engine that is actually helping businesses with new, with sending out emails. So the, the day-to-day new business emails that have to go out for sales, this AI engine has actually taken that on, is actually writing emails for you. So check it out. This is our fifth interview today with Peter Schlicht from Lisa. Hi folks, and it's uh, Lori the Tech Cat here, and we're on the floor again at TechCrunch, and I am at the Artificial Intelligence Pavilion, and I'm standing here with Peter Schlecht, which he just told me means bad in German, and obviously you're from Germany, and we're looking at his product called Lisa, which is the Learning Intelligence Sales Agent, which is a SaaS platform. Tell us about Lisa. Sure. So Lisa is an AI system for salespeople. It helps to write sales emails. What does it mean? You connect her to your inbox. She understands the emails. She categorizes them, meaning you know which one is positive, which one is a forward. And then she also drafts a reply for you. If you use multiple time a draft of Lisa, then she will ask you if she should run autonomously on these kind of emails. So she basically takes the brunt out of that day-to-day grind of the sales emails. You give her some filters, some basic knowledge, and then she goes. And you were telling me before she always checks in with you? Sorry? She checks in with you? She's asking permissions a lot? Yeah, exactly, because we don't want that kind of a system is interacting with your customers without your approval yeah and she's always learning yeah in the moment like the salesperson the average salesperson who's using Lisa writes 50% less emails because Lisa is taking over the other half so it's a, it's a sort of fairly simple but initial outreach emails or does it also handle the more complex conversations right now Lisa is more for the easy emails to have, yeah, it's like, you have a forward, you have a negative emails, and she's handling that really well. But we are working really hard and hoping that you're joining to the platform, that we are learning way faster and in the future can also take on the really hard tasks. And are you using any already existing intelligent agent or have you built yours from scratch? Um, for sure we are building up on some things like from Stanford, um, we are using AWS, um, but actually most of it, especially in sales, and then on top of that in Germany there was nothing existed, and we had developed it on ourselves, mainly in Python. I would say that uh, Amazon's Echo is insanely amazing. We have them throughout our house. So if you're leveraging, are you leveraging Alexa's system at all? Does AWS give you access to that? Um, actually, it gives access, 
we are not using it in the moment as it's for especially speech to text um, and it's always a question is it like a general AI understanding general questions or just understanding general speech here it's really about sales sales is different you have to have this sales knowledge in your product and in your genes to build a good narrow AI for sales and we hope that we kind of fit it into that. Is Lisa live now or are you still in uh, raising funds mode? It's live now. You can sign on to Lisa over www.salesagent.ai www.salesagent.ai We really would love to have you as our customers. It's still free so we just want to have your feedback. And you want Lisa to learn more. Well, we've been talking to Peter Schlicht, who is part of Lisa, the learning intelligent sales agent. I'm looking forward to exploring Lisa. I would actually like her to do more than just sales for me, like maybe, you know, grocery ordering and all the stuff that I'm doing while I'm working. <laughs> but that's another story. Thank you so much, Peter. All right, and that was Peter Schlicht, which means bad, uh, talking about Lisa, which is an AI engine um, at TechCrunch Disrupt. Um, and one fun thing about TechCrunch Disrupt is they have Startup Battlefield, which is kind of the whole reason that people really focus in on um, on TechCrunch. And that basically is a early stage startup competition where a number of startups present on stage and compete to win the coveted Disrupt Cup, which is a $50,000 prize. And also it gets a lot of attention of the media and investors um, because it's so publicly known. In fact, the judges include TechCrunch editors as well as top VCs and entrepreneurs. And if you recognize any of these names of past winners, Dropbox, Mint, Yammer, um, and many other well-known companies that are sort of part of everyday life now were winners um, at Startup Battlefield. So it's just an interesting dynamic that's going on there. So we're going to take a break now, and we'll be back in a while on the Tech Cat Show with more from TechCrunch Disrupt SF 2016. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hello, 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 and we are back on the Tech Cat Show, and we have been playing some interviews that I did yesterday live on the TechCrunch Disrupt San Francisco floor, which is a gathering of over 5,000 attendees, um, along with a couple of hundred startups uh, showing their new businesses and um, featuring, of course, um, the uh, Startup Battlefield, which is their contest uh, where where the top startup rises to the top, wins a coveted prize of 50 thousand and gets a lot of press for their new business um, in fact this year so far today today is the day that the winner will be announced but as of today there are six companies that remain in the uh, disrupt cup competition um, and there's some interesting ones one is called carbon health which is a unified place to track your health data. So you can actually interact with your doctors, pharmacies, and your labs um, to find out all the information that you need. It's basically eHealth. And right now, eHealth is available through different hospitals and insurance companies, but this is kind of an umbrella, a white label, if you will, um, for all the different things that you're doing. Um, and I, I think it's really interesting. Health, um, Digital health was a big topic on the show floor yesterday. Lots of interesting companies were there. Another one in the competition is called EverlyWell, and EverlyWell actually lets you do mail-order blood tests, and um, you can actually send out things for SD, STD tests. I haven't had to say that in a long time. <laughs> STD tests, breast milk, nutrition tests, tests for fertility, all the different tests that we have to do that are sometimes expensive and also sometimes difficult to schedule. Um, so Everly Well is trying again to democratize that, uh, that experience. And that's what a lot of these different companies are doing, again, is, is taking business models that were tried and true and just really blowing them up to make life easier for all of us, uh, having this uh, great world um, now springing up where technology is really servicing the world. Um, another interesting company that I thought um, we should talk about, which was part is part of the competition, is Unify ID. And Unify ID is all about basically killing the password, um, which, God, how many of us can't remember passwords? And I sometimes forget the password to my my dashboard of passwords, <laughs> which is very awkward. But instead of supplying a password, Unify ID builds an understanding of who you are and the devices that you use and then builds a unique profile based on this to validate your identity. So it's really interesting. It's machine learning for passwords. So lots of interesting things happening in that machine learning space. So let's jump into another interview. Um, and my last one sounded like I was in the middle of a windstorm. And I don't know why, because we were indoors. But hopefully this one will sound a little better. And this is a company called Hydees. They're a digital key company. And we're going to be speaking to Lulia Shakalova. Um, and she's going to tell us about Heidi's. Okay, and we are 
are back on the TechCrunch floor, and I'm actually in the Ukraine and Friends Pavilion, and I am talking to Yulia Shigalova. Woo, I got it. Um, of the company Hydez. Tell us what Hydez is all about. So Hydez is a company which is producing uh, the first biometric identification passports. This is a little key which connect, uh, which is connected to your laptop or to your smartphone, to your tablet, which can keep up to 1,000 passport credentials, which can really help you to use your passport and login in this really secured and comfortable way. It can keep uh, your information about a local and network application, your mailbox, social social uh, networks. You can use also you can use it also for for your belonging to keep it safe. You can use it as a alarm button. Also, you can use it as badge or key to your apartment or to enter to your office. Is it RFID or NFC or what's the technology behind it? So we have really sophisticated technology under the hood. We are using Bluetooth pair to also we are using really sophisticated algorithm to encrypt all the information which we touch and for the moment we are using uh, eye verification technology as a biometric identification of the person who is using our device. And so this is already rolling out in the Ukraine? Yes, actually we started the mass production last month and we are selling the product in Ukraine and Germany for the moment. And then you're rolling it out to the U.S. marketplace right now? Yes, we would like to expand in the United States. And I know you guys can't see, obviously, but it's, it looks like a square, a little square, and it kind of fits in the palm of your hand, so the idea is this would go on what used to be a keychain back in the day, but now we won't need keychains anymore. Um, and I see you have um, a Samsung... It's kind of, ba- it's kind of banned, okay. but for the moment, for the moment, we are, we are using this factor. This is our first mass productive product, but next year, early Q1... We would like to start another two products, uh, which is under development for the moment. One of it is a wearable band. So that the wearable band then becomes the key to unlock everything. And you're not carrying a little separate piece, but it's a watch and it's everything else. That's really cool. Now, won't this need to have all the different providers, like the you know people who make doorknobs, locksmiths, everyone else in the other side of the ecosystem, the receiving end of the unlock, having to play, play with you guys? Well, actually, we think that this kind of device is really obligatory in the Internet of Things age. Uh, when you're having really a lot of devices, but you have to be identified that it's you who is actually uh, sending your emails or it's you who is paying by your card or make electronic shopping, etc. So we think that uh, cybersecurity era where we are developing ourselves is like a really important part of the process. Well, thank you so much, Yuli Chakalova, um, who is telling us about HiDes, which is a new single digital key, um, which is now being made in the Ukraine, and Yuli is bringing it to the U.S. marketplace. Thank you so much. Thank you. How do you say thank you in Ukrainian? Дякую. What, what she said. <laughs> thank you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hello, and we were back, and I wanted to share one more interview from TechCrunch Disrupt San Francisco. This was with a gentleman by the name of Joshua Terrell from a company called Luma. Um, and this is what was so interesting when a technology solution and its marketing don't really match. When I approached the booth, I actually thought, thought that they were a new, cool, unique speaker solution. So check out this interview, and then you'll, you'll hear what it turns out it really is. Right, and it's the Tech Cat here, and I'm continuing to interview fabulous companies on the on the uh, TechCrunch San Francisco floor, and I am now speaking to Joshua Terrell of Luma, and Luma is a Wi-Fi disruption company. Yeah, we're here to disrupt uh, the way that people have gotten Wi-Fi. So, basically, we're trying to take. Uh, basically uh, technologies that was only previously available to large companies and deliver it to the consumer in a easy to use and fast package so we can create Wi-Fi that you'll love. Um, so the way we do that is with uh, speed, safety, and security. So we give you the speed by helping you set up your customized network by uh, placing multiple units around your home. This creates a, a mesh network that spreads the signal around. And, gets- and the unit is actually a speaker. No, it's a, it's a Wi-Fi router. Oh, it's just a Wi-Fi router. Yeah, okay. Just a Wi-Fi router, yeah. Surround Wi-Fi is kind of our way of, ta- of, of talking about mesh networking. So, it, like, so the Wi-Fi surrounds you. Oh, I was excited because they just look like cool little speakers, oh, but, but I'm yeah. still excited about it anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. So um, our, our big draw is we give you a lot of smart features directly from the app. So you get security scanning, so it'll detect for malware and threats. It can detect if there's a device in your network that's maybe, maybe corrupted and needs to be quarantined, and it'll just push it off in the corner and keep it from doing any damage. You can also pause the Internet whenever your kids are, maybe, maybe your kids are uh, not talking to you at dinner time. It'll shut it off for a little bit temporarily for individuals or for everybody. Um, you can set smart parental controls, like set PG ratings for kids so they don't get on you know, sites they shouldn't. Um, and you can also see, it also gives you, you know, speed tests so it can see how much performance you've got. 
That's fantastic. And I love the mesh network idea too because so many of us spend so much money when we call up Time Warner and oh, we yeah. say, give me another router, give me yeah, another router. And they, right, and they keep yeah. charging you for every yep. connection point when the truth is you only need one in, yep. but you need to be able to spread it out correctly. Yep. Absolutely. And that's kind of, kind of we're trying to give this technology to people and, and help them out. I love that. I love that. And so you guys are available now in Best Buy, you were saying? Yep. Uh, a three-pack, which we recommend for like a 2,000 to 4,000 square foot home, kind of the average American household, retails for $399. Um, a one-pack retails for $149. I personally use two one-packs in my 1,300 square foot townhome. It has two floors, and I've never had better Netflix streaming in my master bedroom, so it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. We have just been talking to Joshua Terrell of Luma, reinventing how why Wi-Fi moves around your, your house through Absolutely. mesh networks Absolutely. for the consumer. Very easy to use on an app. So a regular person can set up a really secure mesh network and finally get that broadband coverage that we all deserve. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, you, can get, you can find us on GetLuma.com and also on Twitter at GetLuma. Um, and also on Instagram at GetLuma. <laughs> so GetLuma. Okay, yeah, GetLuma. You might get, as well. GetLuma. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So uh, the, the, the Luma design, they look like little speakers. And when you first approach the booth, you think that they are showcasing a really cool new speaker. And in fact, this idea of having devices throughout your house that create a mesh network um, are, are, is being shown, um, was being shown at CES and a lot of other tech conferences where the little mesh network devices actually do other things, like maybe they are light bulbs. Um, and so it, um, to me, I thought they were speakers and I thought, oh my God, that's so cool. Speakers and a mesh network, but I geeked out on the guy and uh, he felt bad about it all. Anyway, <laughs> we, um, we, I ended up spending most of the day yesterday talking to so many folks. Some of the other exciting things that I did get to see on the TechCrunch floor were some VR experiences, which of course you're seeing at every technology show these days. HBO is actually uh, demoing their Westworld experience, um, which is really exciting. And um, for those of you who may remember, Westworld was a, a movie that came out years ago with Yul Brenner, where androids were um, at, in a like sort of adult-themed park um, similar to, to Disney World um, with animatronics, um, but they went bad and it turned into sort of a sci-fi nightmare kind of movie. And now in VR, you can actually experience that differently. So um, just to, to follow up and wrap up the TechCrunch experience, if you're interested in learning more about TechCrunch, at TechCrunch is the Twitter feed. And then, of course, you can find out lots of information by following the site TechCrunch.com. And in fact, if you go there today, the last day of TechCrunch Disrupt is streaming live on their site, all the main stage stuff, including the um, Startup Battlefield um, content is happening there, and the winner will be announced today. So really um, a great publisher, a great conference. Check out TechCrunch Disrupt. The next one is New York and London. This is Lori H. Schwartz, your tech cat, sharing some of the live reporting from TechCrunch Disrupt San Francisco from yesterday. And all this week, great content um, coming from startups all over the country. So um, I'll be back next week interviewing great technology folks, entertainment folks, business folks um, at techcat.tv. See you all next week, everybody.
Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 